This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive, licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to American Muslim Project. I'm Asad Butt. Really excited to bring to you our guest today, Aiza Fatima. Aiza is a filmmaker, comedian, writer, actress, you name it. She is doing it in the entertainment world. I met Aiza earlier this year when we at Rafaleon started venturing into the film space ourselves. She literally knows everyone in the Muslim community that is doing anything in filmmaking, and she's been a tremendous resource and really close friend. Today, we're going to be talking to Aiza about her film, Americanish, a movie starring Pakistani Muslim female characters in Queens, New York, who are navigating the, quote, consistent and sometimes conflicting demands of romance, culture, work, and family. I saw it last year, and I highly recommend it. The movie, which has been making its rounds at festivals over the past year or so, is set to hit theaters in October. Just really huge news from the Muslim creative community and the Muslim community in general. So we'll talk to Isa about that and all of her other projects up after the break. Isa, welcome to American Muslim Project. We're so grateful to have you on the show. My first question to you, I guess maybe, you know, high level, tell me about Americanish. Like, what, what is it? Where did it come from? So Americanish is uh, my first feature film that I uh, co-wrote, produced, and acted in. And um, it actually comes from a one-woman play I started doing in 2011. I met this amazing filmmaker, Iman Zawari, uh, quite a few years ago now. And we decided to go on this journey of turning characters from that one-woman play to what became Americanish. That's awesome. And this movie has been playing the festival circuit for the last whatever year, maybe 18 months. And now it is going to be coming to theaters. Is that yes. right? It's coming to theaters on October 6th. So we're getting a limited release in um, California, New York, and Arizona of all. Places. Oh, man. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> what does it mean to you to have this story coming to the big screen? I mean, I'm sure this is every filmmaker, actor's dream. Like, what, what does it mean to you? Oh, first of all, I never thought it would. I mean, you know, it's just, you, it's amazing. It's actually remarkable the journey this film has been. I've been working on this for nine years. Wow. Um, yeah, and so many setbacks and so many no's throughout the way. You know, I, I never thought it would get this far. Just, you know, it took us so long just to even raise the funds. It's done completely independently. And all with, um, all of our investors are American Muslims. That's amazing. Which is amazing. Yeah. Well, it's amazing because, you know, it's really hard to get our community on board. For sure. With the yeah. art. Can you so. actually, why don't you talk about that? What, <laughs> what has that been like for you? 
It's been really, really hard. So when we first started, there's so many no's. Again, we would meet like this like million billionaire uncles. And I literally, I just like, I remember pitching to this guy uh, in, I was in London in his very fancy townhouse and he runs a foundation at an hour in. It's just this uncle. And he just like, after an hour, he goes, you know what? I give to poor people and you don't look like poor people. Oh so no. <laughs> you look too nice. I was like, what? You know, I think we're just like this community of people who are into building mosques yeah, that sure. honestly, my generation and everybody else is not even going to these mosques. And it's like they're not spaces for us. Right. So it's interesting. So the people that said yes, what is it that they why did they say yes? What is it that they got excited about? Is it supporting Muslim artists? Is it supporting you in particular, Iman? I think it was a combination of all of those things. And I think it's also people who got on board understand that we need to change uh, popular culture and opinions, right? So, and you do that through art and you do that through, in America, that's definitely like pop culture is film and music and that's it. Yeah. And I think these are people, and honestly, it's a slight, a lot of them are a slightly younger generation than our parents, yeah. right? Um. So I think that's the difference. Like they're not, all of them are that they're not immigrants yeah so for sure you know i mean it's it's tough i mean even the other day i was talking to my dad who has been you know supporting what we're doing here at Rafaelion, and he's like i don't get it i don't know what you're doing you know like <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and you know I, obviously he, he i'm exaggerating but you know i think that there is this kind of to, to your point i think there is a, a younger generation of people that do get what we're doing are excited about what we're doing and want to support artists like you and me and, and, and other people that are doing, you know, cool things for the American Muslim community. I can I be honest? I think everybody kind of wishes there were some kind of an artist, too. Yeah, I think that's right. You know yeah. so they you, do. I talk sure? to so many people and they're like, I have a story I want to tell. I'm like, OK, you should write it. Yeah, totally. Like, yeah. Because, you know, there are stories within us that only we can tell. For sure. I, I could never do it justice if I was, like, telling Asad's story. Yeah, totally. Only Asad can do it justice, yeah. you know. And nobody and I wish wants to hear my would. story. Uh, oh, no, they do. They do. <laughs> Isa, I, I found, let me know if this is right. I was doing some research. And is the original title of this My Cousin's Sister's Wedding? Is that right? Oh, my gosh. It's right. <laughs> oh, that goes, it takes me so back. So we were trying to come up with a title forever. And I just thought that was funny and interesting. We could never agree on a title because... You know, I, I think Iman was very adamant. She's like, it shouldn't be dirty, packy lingerie. Like that's <laughs> that was... because that title it got me in so much trouble. That title, <laughs> as explain, you can imagine. Explain what that was. Oh my goodness! So that was the one woman show, oh. and then you know I would get in trouble for the lingerie part. I would get in trouble for the dirty, packy part, with depending <laughs> on where I was yeah, in the world and sure. what who I was talking to. So, um, and of course, you know, I think this film is very much like PG thirteen. Yeah. It is. It's not what the play was, definitely a little bit more, I would say. Um, so, yeah, so then we kind of, it took us forever, but then we all agreed on American-ish, so, which just means all the colors of America. Yeah, yeah, Um, And I guess, tell me about the, how the reception has been. I mean, I saw one review said, this is a celebration of love, um, life, and culture. It exudes joy and hope. I mean, I feel like this is the, the, the general sentiment of this movie. T tell me what it's been like as you've been premiering this across the country, across the world? It's been amazing. So we had this amazing, like, 50 festival tour of America um, and beyond. We even made it all the way to the UK um, and won, like, 25 awards. Amazing. Um, which, yeah, it's been an amazing journey, and I never thought, 
you know, forever, by the way, before all of that happened, we were getting rejected everywhere. Yeah. For like years, we were just getting rejections. We were submitting the film, rejected, rejected. And then George Floyd happened. We were uh, coming out of the lockdown. And all of a sudden, this film became so relevant. That's amazing. Which, yeah. And then everybody wanted to program it. And, um, you know, so Cam was the uh, first people, which is Asian, the largest Asian festival um, in North America. And uh, they really gave us a platform and we won the audience award there. After that, it just, the, because like they uplifted us, I really believe this. And I think other festivals started to program. And then, you know, this long journey later, oh, it's just been amazing. Uh, people love it. I think communities, our communities just want to see themselves and their experiences. Totally. And we've never had like a mainstream film that portrayed American Muslim women. Yeah. That was actually made by American Muslims. Right. Yeah, that's <laughs> it true. It was never yeah, sure. had that happen. And so it's even more exciting to be getting a theatrical release, yeah. um, you know, before the film goes to video yeah. on demand. So are you, you know, you have a couple kids, I believe. Um, are you like the super cool mom because you're a movie star? Like what or, or are they? What, I what think is it like no one a... ever thinks you're super cool. That, and your family never <laughs> thinks that you're super cool. Let's be honest, guys. I mean, listen, I remember being a kid and like being super creative and I'd be like telling stories and like making up like imaginary friends and things. And my family was like, Isa, you're so weird. Like, I didn't know. I'm like one of nine kids. I got made fun of for my wild imagination. No one cultivated it. No one was like, Hey, Isa's so creative. Let's put her in a writing class. No one. They were like, Isa's so weird. That's Why so do weird. you say these things? So I think I think you get no cool credits from anyone in your family ever. That's amazing. Um, let's take a quick break and we'll come back and we'll continue our conversation with Isa Fatima. Welcome back to American Muslim Project. Isa, you grew up in Mississippi, of all places. Sure did. I didn't know <laughs> Muslims were in Mississippi. Pakistani See, Muslims. Mean, what was that like? Are. No, it was great. You know what? It was a small college town. It was a bit of a bubble. And I think wherever you grew up, you love. I So I do have really fond memories and really great memories. And honestly, I'm just like trying to, as an adult now, also process all of that. Because there was racism there. Of course sure. there was. But it was like, it was very much like a underhanded kind of racism. It wasn't in your face kind of racism. It was the kind of racism where people just didn't know. Mm. They just didn't know, you know. So it was just like all cutesy. It was like, it was like, oh, you're so exotic. Mm, sure. Yeah. Were you like <laughs> you know? amongst mostly Only. white people or were there other? No. Okay. It was very mixed. Okay. In fact, at one point, I remember in my high school, there was a whole conversation about um, how whites were a minority and there were more black kids in school. Wow. There were. Okay. It was a public. Yeah. Yeah, but it was same. It was like 50-50. Okay. So it was white and black, and then Isa. <laughs> you, you were like, yeah, when the votes happened, you could, yeah, go on. They were, I remember a kid, like, in eighth grade used to be like, hey, what are you? Are you white or are you black? And literally, people were like, what are you? How, how would you respond to something like that? I mean, I didn't really know. I was just like, no. I was like, you know. Oh, it's also so interesting, you know, growing up there, it was like, it was so difficult. I think things have changed so much in America and for like second generation people, right? So because I was told by my parents, you're not American. Mm. They were like, you're Pakistani, you know? So then I'd be telling people I was Pakistani. And then I was told by society where I was living that I was also not American. Wow. So it's been, I think even like making American, it's just been such a, like a, a just, I think I write and I think all writers do this to write to figure out yeah, the things sure. that they're struggling with. 
And so for me, identity is always front and for center. Sure. And so I think Americanish has been this big thing of me figuring out. And now I'm writing something about growing up in Mississippi, actually undocumented. Oh, interesting. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I'm like, and, and right. that's also I about identity. The government but that's, isn't listening. <laughs> and now I'm not undocumented <laughs> yeah, yeah. anymore. Hello, government, in case you're listening, I am a U.S. citizen. So, yeah, so I'm like, I'm trying to figure out that part of my childhood. It was such a big part of my Did you know that growing up? I, I didn't know it for a long time. Wow. When did I you find out? I didn't know it until yeah. I was 16. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know it. And then I found out, and then I was like, oh, shoot, like, I'm never going to be able to go to college. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, so... I'm, I was did you get a driver's license? How did, how did all? Yeah, I I know. Well, it's so weird in Mississippi because it's just you know it's a very poor country, for sure state. So, I was gonna yeah, say it's country. a poor country. Yeah, it feels like a different is. country. <laughs> it is a sun country. Also, no, it's just like it's so interesting. Nobody they don't push those laws like they don't know to. So I went to go get my driver's license. Just nobody cared. No, oh, wow. <laughs> I know. It's like one of those states where nobody cared. They didn't know to care, you know? They just, people just thought I was Mexican, you guys. Yeah, They're like, what are you? Yeah, and yeah. that's fine. Yeah. You know, it was just this crazy anyway. So, yeah. That's crazy. So, so I guess, how do you describe yourself now to people when they ask you American, Pakistani? What, you know, yeah, how, what is so it? then it became, I think it's like, it's interesting, like post 9-11 and like being an adult, you know, in this world and navigating all of that. And also... I would never tell people I was undocumented, of course. So I was just like, I'm American. It was very much that. Yeah. And um, just kind of erased my whole, that part of my identity. And I think right now I'm just again, writing about it to figure that out mm -hmm. and work it out for myself and be like, okay, it is, it's okay to be an immigrant, to be undocumented. It doesn't, you're, you can still be American and be those things. You know, yeah. you can still be Pakistani and also be American. And you can be Muslim and you can also be American. So it's like all these parts of, I think, my identity make me a stronger, better American. Yeah, for sure. You actually, yeah. I think you started your career as a microbiologist. Is that right? I started. <laughs> and then how do, how do you go from that to being a filmmaker and writer, director, yeah. producer, you know, all that, all that kind all of All the stuff. things. Yeah. Yeah, so I um I don't know, I just, you know, in my house, as you know, a lot of Pakistani Muslim households, uh, it, it's just like you either study science or you study math. I always thought those were my two options. So I was just like, well, I don't know what, what I would just teach if I did math. So I guess I'll just study science. And I was pretty good at both of them. So I did. I studied microbiology. They thought I was going to cure cancer. Or something. <laughs> hey, you're still good. You're still good. <laughs> I know. And then it just shifted. I... uh I was still undocumented, and then I remember I had this internship offer in New York, and they just assumed I was a U.S. citizen. Oh. I came and I took that I took that offer, and it was intact. It was an internship intact, and uh, yeah, it's crazy. It just led me down this whole other path, and yeah, and I worked in tech for a while, and then I think it was when I worked, I started working at Google, and it was a very creative space, mm. and everybody was super doing like you know the ballroom dancer slash Googler, the ballerina, mm, professional, sure. whatever. Slash yeah, yeah, right. So then I was just like, oh, I'll just do something for fun. And I took a, a acting class for fun at NYU. And then it just kind of led me down this path. Nice. Awesome. Uh, and I guess, would you consider yourself a, a comedian at heart? I do do comedy. I, I do stand up. So yeah, I mean, I do. I think a lot of the, even when I wasn't doing stand up, I just started off in acting. I was just like always doing comedy. I was like, I'm a comedy actor. <laughs> You know, yeah, for a yeah. long time, yeah. Well, what's it been like? What, 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 what? How would you describe your comedy in terms of, uh, yeah, just like what, what kind of subject matter and, and stuff like that? 
I think it does tackle a lot of identity, mm. um, identity politics in America and what that looks like as well. Um, and then just about, you know, my crazy ass childhood, just growing up in Mississippi with nine, <laughs> yeah. one of nine. And there's a lot, a lot to mine from that. Yeah, for <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah, totally. What are you working on nowadays? Uh, so I am actually working on, so I have this pilot that's hopefully coming up soon. Um, it's called Muslim Girls DTF discuss their weekly. No, oh, interesting. So, okay. All right. It's um we have kind of because there's it's like double strike times right now. Uh my uh, co-creator Atheria Kub and I have uh, pivoted that to a live show. So it's going to be part of New York Comedy Festival Great. this year and uh we're doing a live a stand-up show uh Muslim Girls DTF City Winery on November 11th. So I have a couple of other just kind of stand-up shows coming up country um and i go and then i go abroad to do a show as well so that's exciting that's awesome um well tell yeah. me more about this muslim girls dtf so what what kind of stuff are you going to be tackling yeah so that actually i created as a response to just the monolithic nature of when we see muslim women on screen it's like they're battered or abused or they have no voice or you know i won't name the film but a very big film Made made by a Muslim comedian oh. who portrayed Muslim women as just like, you know, they had like these one lines. They were like the butt, butt of the joke kind of. Sure. And so that really bothered me. And I was like, well, there's there's such a diversity of thought and, uh, and practice and experience within the Muslim American community. So I was like, why don't we ever see Muslim women that way? And so that was kind of a response to all of that. I was like, let's just. So I got together with a bunch of uh, American Muslim female comics and we. The, the project we started in 2018 and it just kind of it was like this thing that we released just on YouTube. It was a series of um, questions that we asked comics and their responses to like, hey, do you date? Do you eat pork? Do you like chocolate? Whatever. It was just yeah. basic stuff like that. Body hair. Body <laughs> hair is a very, you know, it's a the topic so, near and dear to my sure. own heart, Yeah, so. yep, same. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, we in the Desi world yeah. have so much of it. Totally. Um. I know, right? So um, I, I do. I mean, I was. I say, my sisters. I have two sisters, and inherited uh, my mom's good-looking jeans, and I inherited my dad's hairy back. <laughs> That's basically. People are like, "Yes, that's beautiful." And here I said, "I'm like, you think it ends on my head? You think it ends there? Let me tell you, it does." Amazing. That's hilarious. So yeah. So um, anyway, so that project is just. I wanted to showcase diverse uh, American Muslim female comics. I love it. Yeah, I saw look some at, clips look of how it. different we are. Yeah, it it, it was really funny. Really eye-opening and uh, really well done, um, you know, from, oh, from what I saw. Yeah, totally. I, it's just stuff we're not talking about, too, as a community. For sure. You know, why don't we tackle more of this? Yeah. yeah. Anyway. So then how can people support the film? Because it is coming out in theaters. What? What? How can we help? Buy tickets. Come out and see the show. <laughs> Buy out the whole theater the whole if you theater. can, please. Yeah. And give it a, give away the tickets to your friends. No, I think word of mouth is huge. Like, you can follow us on social media. Um, and just like amplify what we're doing, you know, there, um, come out and see it, tell your friends about it. Um, and it's, uh, releasing quickly on October 6th. Amazing. Can you name one place where people can find you? Yes. Uh, Instagram. And what, what's the handle? Oh, sure. It's just <laughs> Isa Fatma. It's just me. I'm on all the socials. It's just Isa Fatma. Please Amazing. come, come find us. And then Americanish film and then Muslim girls CTF. Those are our handles across Amazing. all the platforms. Thank you so much, Isa, for this conversation. It's been really great, and I love what you're doing. And um, Rafaelion is going to be supporting you and and Americanish, and 
we can't uh, wait to see it in theaters. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you. Thank goodness for Rafaelion because you guys are doing amazing work. We appreciate that. And that, that no one else is doing. I think it's really, yeah, I can't wait to see what you guys do next. Isa, thanks so much for coming on the show. We're going to take a quick break and we'll come back with the sound check with producer Ari. Welcome back to American Muslim Project. Now we're trying a new segment called Soundcheck with our producer Ari, who uh, will give us uh, their reaction to uh, what just happened. So uh, Ari, your thoughts on on Isa? Oh, she was great. I really loved that conversation. First off, body hair as a subject, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, you're not Pakistani. How do you deal with body hair? <laughs> oh gosh, I mean, no, I'm not Pakistani, but like, uh, you know gender funky i've had an interesting relationship with body hair i'm embracing it but also like you know i i inherited my my dad's hairy arms um and and <laughs> you everywhere can't see, but ari is showing uh their hairy arms to me right now <laughs> yeah we're like comparing it live on video <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and like i had a complicated relationship with that and you know that i love the opportunities to explore like you know People, uh, we're we're all funky. We all have our different little things than what totally. you know we expect from TV or you know whatever common media we share. We're all individuals, and I, and I loved that aspect of like um, sharing like the diversity of individuality of experience, even within your community, and even when your community is seen as small or minority, like. We have such an array of experiences. Yeah. I really love totally. that. That was definitely a, a cool, cool message. I also feel like, you know, we all, if we have these kind of issues with ourselves, with the body hair or whatever, it always seems bigger to us as opposed to <laughs> people looking at us yeah. from the outside, right? Like, I think that's, really that, yeah, does. like, you know, I would never have noticed your arm hair before, right? And, uh, and now now that I know it, I'm going to point it out every time we get together. Yeah, yeah you're going to see it every single time. Every single time. Just look at your arms. <laughs> no, but it is interesting. Also, like, she's talking about, like, you know, you get this from your parents or you get that. And I, I always felt like I was the dumping pot of the worst genes of my parents and everything. <laughs> But also the best, right? Also the best. You know, you know, maybe I've 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 learned how to use what I've been born with and cultivate those skills. Yeah, totally. Well, thanks, Ari. Um, that is our show for today. I want to thank our guest, Isa. I want to thank our producer, Ari, and we'll see you all next week. <laughs>